702. The Political Desk. It is indeed the political story of the moment. We are joined by Associate Professor at the School of Governance at Wits University, columnist, political analyst, William Gumedo on the line. A very good morning to you and welcome to our program. Uh, good morning, Bongani. Um, good morning to your listeners. So I was saying earlier that uh, the view that you argued in the Sunday Times yesterday about uh, the president needing to draw a line in the sand was one uh, I held for a very long time. And then I think COVID just, uh, you know, sort of woke me up, you might argue, uh, because, of course, uh, it assumes that there are good guys with whom to form a splinter ANC, with whom to form a breakaway ANC. But even as the president's own uh, closest aides are implicated in all of this, uh, you then begin to question uh, exactly how he would do that. Uh, please explain to our listeners. Um, you know, I think this is the first principle that it, it is very impossible um, for the ANC, um, it, because the ANC is essentially two political parties now, you know. Uh, and unfortunately, it's not as straightforward. It's not a good guys versus the bad guys. You know, you know, yeah. Simply, yeah. people are implicated across, you know, across the groups. But having said that, um, we do have the main dominant grouping um, from a pause on the one hand, who are trying, um, or at least um, they say so, they are trying to do, you know, to look after the interests of South Africa. And then you get the alternative, the other grouping, uh, sort of the Ace Mahasule, uh, former President Jacob Zuma uh, type of grouping, um, who clearly are very self-interested. Now, these two groups in the ANC cannot continue. Uh, you know, so uh, rather to say that uh, for Amaposa um, to give us this COVID-19 recovery as quickly as possible, um, it, it cannot be done by pleasing both sides of the party. Um, you know, a choice has to be made. And COVID-19 has really given you know, brought us this, a stark choice. Either um, Ramaphosa continues to try to please both parties, which means you can't, he can't come up with proper policies. Um, you know, he needs to compromise by uh, appointing a po- incompetent or corrupt people, um, you know, from, from the corrupt wing of the ANC which means we're going to have paralysis in government, no direction, muddling incompetence, um, and then we're not going to recover as quickly as possible from COVID-19, and that will have consequences. But here's the problem. Um, A lot of the people uh, that you mentioned, well, firstly, you're saying that uh, the Ramaphosa faction is the dominant one, but is it really uh, when we've got uh, a disgraced rogue of, uh, a disgraced gallery of rogues uh, people like mini- former ministers Musebenzi Zwane, uh, Bongani Bongo, Tina Jumat Peterson, all leading parliamentary portfolio committees. Uh, in fact, uh, so drunk on their own Kool-Aid, the likes of Faith Mutambi now want people to literally bow down to them, as we've seen recently. I mean, those people all remain very, very powerful. No, no, absolutely. And I guess, you know, uh, Ramaphosa, when he was elected ANC president, made some compromises with some very dubious people. And um, now that he's president, you know, he has to give them some favors. And that's where we are now. You know, it's a really messy uh, uh, business. But, uh, and here is the important thing. Um, we are now in a crisis, the biggest crisis of our generations, perhaps since the Second World War in South Africa. Um, the country is on the slide to a failed state. It's on the slide to social, dis- you know, we may see this Lebanon-like social disorder 
in our economy um, is, is struggling. Uh, factories are closing, people are unemployed. So now we need really strong leadership from uh, President Ramaphosa. Uh, yes, you have to make um, all of those messy deals with really, you know, with rogues, but now he has to draw the line in the sand and say, look, in order to get South Africa out of this crisis, um, I'll have to cut off. Um, you know, the rogues, um, you know, the rotten core of the ANC, even if it means that he has to go on his own. Um, because if he does cut off these really powerful rogue members of the ANC, they're going to try to topple him as ANC president. Um, that is what's going to happen in the same way they, you okay. know, they did with uh, uh, Becky. Let, let me ask you this, so, though, William. Mm-hmm. In that letter that uh, the president wrote yesterday, uh, he admits that his party stands as accused number one on corruption, but at the same time doesn't seem to think that the scourge of corruption is, and I'm quoting from the letter now, widespread among our membership or leadership. Uh, Now, for many people listening to our conversation right now, uh, they're laughing. They're saying that's not the ANC they've come to know. In fact, they would contend uh, that through jobs for pals or tenderpreneurship, you name it, uh, that is exactly what the ANC membership and leadership have come to be known for. Now, how does he change a party he clearly doesn't get? Absolutely. You know, the reality, unfortunately, is is the ANC, you know, the corruption is systemic in the ANC. And the corruption is systemic in the ANC, corruption is also systemic in the government. Because the ANC operates as a, a party state. Whatever happens in the ANC happens in the state. Now, um, you, you know, it would be very disappointing if the president do not accept the reality that the ANC is deeply corrupt. But he doesn't. He doesn't. Corrupt, yeah. And I guess that then becomes a problem. Because then it becomes very difficult for the president to make the decision to cut off uh, the corrupt people. If the president's argument is that, well, there's only a few people who are corrupt, we are, we're having a bigger problem in the country. Uh, because, yeah. Because now uh, there are moves for branches to provide lists of members implicated in serious wrongdoing. So that's corruption, robbery, r- uh, rape and murder. Uh, this in the same week, Zandile Kumete has uh, uh, joined uh, the KZN legislature after being booted out of the city of Etequini, right? We've got that to be done. Um, but even when that list of uh, rogues uh, is collated, it must go to the Secretary General's office. He himself is implicated and continues to be implicated in wrongdoing. I mean, will anything change out of this? Or is it, as uh, one of my listeners suggested, just a PR stunt meant to hoodwink all of us? You know, I'm, yeah, it's, nothing will change after that. So the only way to introduce change now um, is to decide to cut off the corrupt people in the ANC. And if that's going to happen, it will mean to cut off the likes of Isma Khosuda, the ANC's uh, general secretary, and, you know, and all of his um, allies. And if that happens, of course, there's going to be a response. And that response is going to be they're going to fight back, they're going to fight um, Sir Ramaphosa. And then Sir Ramaphosa will have to make a decision either to break from the ANC, take whatever good people remaining in the ANC, and then, you know, appeal to the nation. And hopefully the nation will support him if he does something as decisive um, as that. And then we have two separate ANCs, you know, one hopefully predominantly corrupt ANC, and the other one with the good people in the ANC. That, I think we've reached the point uh, now that such a decision will have to be made. So we need moral courage now from um, 
President Ramaphosa to make the de- that decision. If he doesn't, and if the two uh, 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 groups in the ANC remain as one united party with their divisions, you know, the one uh, corrupt and the other just semi-good, so good, semi-good, um, we really going to have paralysis. Uh, we're going to be directionless in the country, but we cannot afford to be directionless. Yeah. We now have to have a strong president to deal with this, the biggest crisis in our generation. All right, William Gumedi, we'll leave it there. Associate Professor at the School of Governance at Wits University. Uh, I think it all sounds great on paper. I don't think in reality it can ever happen. And I don't even think it's about uh, the courage or the lack of courage from the president. I simply think uh, there are no good guys with him uh, to form a splinter group. I think the ANC is a lot more complicated than that, I'm afraid. So what next? Your views, 81 883 